Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerdificent. I am your host, if you are away and sitting across from me, as always, is... Danny Fernandez. Yeah. I can't believe that October is already... It's winding down. I'm not ready. Did you know what I'm doing for Halloween, Effie? No, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. Okay, well, they don't listen, so they won't know. But I'm surprising my niece and nephew. I'm flying to see them, and I'm dressing up as Selena, and I'm going to go trick-or-treating with them as Selena. <laughs> I'm so excited. I got her purple outfit. I got a glitter microphone. I'm doing and it. Soon you're gonna, they're going to be at the age where you're going to go, boom, Selena. They're like, Gomez, you're Selena <laughs> Gomez. Never. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. I, I rep for all Latinas, but Selena, mm-hmm. the OG Selena. Um, but with us today, yeah. uh, someone that loves Halloween, Ooh. also so excited. She is a writer for Thundercats Roar. She's also a writer and performer at UCB. It is Joan Ford. Hi, hey. thanks for having me. Of course. Wow. Do you think? I feel like even Selena Gomez might be a little old, like. How old are your niece? Right, nephew? like three. Do they even yeah. know? Are they going to no. even know who Selena Gomez mm-hmm. is? They know Moana. That's yeah. about yeah. it. That's our mo- JoJo Siwa seems to be like the new budding pop yeah. star of the like. Yeah. Past whatever is after Zoomers, that's you know. Zoomers. Yeah, I forgot yeah. that name. Yeah. yeah, they switched it to Zoomers, and Wait, it actually kind of slaps. Gen, Gen, Z. Gen Z. Yeah. So, but now they're Zoomers because <laughs> Zoomers are are like in fighting with Boomers, right? Yeah. It, yeah. They want. Yeah. We needed that rhyme. So Boomers yeah. versus Zoomers. I thought you were going to say they switched it to Zoomers because of Jabuki, and he. Yeah. <laughs> anytime I think of Generation Z, I think of him. He's like the generation right below us. Yeah, yeah. He like he's, represent. He's their spokesperson. He's going to be where we are on the like millennial spectrum mm-hmm. in a few years because we're old millennials like we're you know yeah. like, no we're old. younger millennial because millennials go you and i or we're mid millennials yeah i'm old like. millennial i'm like yeah. i'm like at this i'm like like kind of on the cusp of gen yeah. x and and millennial mm-hmm. i won't say where on the cusp because i want to <laughs> lady never reveals too much but I, the cusp somewhere on the cusp Oh, man. Uh, well, you know, we always start our uh, pod talking about what we're geeking out about this week. 
Uh, you know, uh, so Danny, what are you geeking out about? Oh my gosh, well, I kind of hinted at it a week before, but now you can officially watch it. It's the Casa Grandes. It is on Nickelodeon. Um, please go check it out. I just want as many eyeballs on this show uh, because it really helps us continue to tell them that, you know, we are an audience. We are watching a lot of Latinx stories. Also, Seis Manos, which I talked yep. about. I can't remember if I talked about it on this podcast, but I definitely tweeted about it. Uh, it is an original anime by Viz and it is Mexican so it follows three orphans in 1970s Mexico uh, Danny Trejo is in it our friend Johnny Cruz is in it also Mike Coulter is in it it's really cool it's super brutal if you're looking for a new horror anime it definitely has a lot of horror supernatural elements to it so check it out both of those things rep our stories I think today even though this is a week in advance but today was the last day of Hispanic Heritage Month so ah. had to rep how to rep yeah and for me it's a new game by 505 games called indivisible which is a it's like a cool new take it's like a, a part platformer part rpg it's very fun to play i played it on stream earlier uh this week but uh yeah the it uses like gorgeous 2d graphics mixed with like um like 3d graphics and the like lead character it seems like she's some type of south asian she definitely sounds like she has an indian accent the names sound very like indian so that's real cool very diverse right off the start uh and all these yeah cool characters you know and i'm only at the tip of the iceberg of the game but it's super fun indivisible it's out now uh fairly cheap too so check that out um, oh, okay. I guess for me, uh, kind of like easing into like the Halloween spirit. Uh, I just finished a novel I really loved called My Best Friend's Exorcism. Um, it was written by uh, Grady Hendrix, who like, I think a couple of years prior had a big hit with a book called um, Horror Store. It was like a horror story. It's like a haunted house in an Ikea that was very fun. Uh, but this is a, uh, it's the story of... Uh, like uh, two high school girls in like late 80s uh, North Carolina who uh, are like really tight and then one of them gets possessed by the devil and um, it's it's it, it sounds very like kind of like hokey and B-grade horror going into it, but it is like it ends in this very like it becomes and and ends as this very like surprisingly like, moving tribute to like the strength of female friendship and how that is kind of what, you know, that's the thing that kind of is able to. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but like it, it, it's kind of about lesser. It, it's an exorcism story that's relying, about relying less on like the power of religion in Christ and more on like the personal bond these two girls have. Oh, it's true. like surprisingly moving and like i and at the, well, at the same time being like a a very like gross uh, like a fun gross out horror story so uh recommend that if you want to get some like fun light halloween reading in i, I highly recommend my best friend's exorcism that's so cool mm. and the horror story sounds really funny yeah he's it a is a really clever author it's a he's a i like him a lot um and I think yeah, I think Horror Store got like bought to be is was supposed to be a movie, but that's so funny. I think it's yeah, that's uh, that's a movie I want to see. Horror movie in an IKEA, an yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so funny. Yeah. Um, well, we are talking about something other horror related. Yeah, yeah, and also semi retail related. Yeah, I think very retail <laughs> yeah, related. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Mattel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that is Child's Play, yeah. Jonah. 
I just wanted to know, like you are, I, we were asking people like, what is their horror thing, you know, out of our friends and you immediately said child's play. What like gravitated you towards it? Well, I say my like, uh, like my, 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 the story of my love affair with the child's play franchise, or I guess the Chucky franchise, cause they kind of like split into two different things. Um, it's kind of like in two parts, like one is just like, it was something I watched a lot as a kid. You know, it was a horror franchise. It was just like on all the time when I was a kid. And I just really enjoyed them um, as like good, fun, like scary experiences. I think Chucky is maybe like the best of like the 80s slashers. I think he like holds up the best um, out of like that whole crew of like Freddy and Jason and Pinhead. Wow. Um, I would I would say I'd say I'd, I'd say the yes, I'm going to I'm going to make that bold of a claim. Chucky, <laughs> Chucky's my fave. Chucky, I stand. Chucky, you better. Like, Iffy, yeah. I feel like we so, need to have people repping each. We'll have to do yeah. that for well, an it's episode. So funny because since I've been doing like the thirsty horror tweets, I've been researching a lot of horror fil- films and like the joke I did today is kind of a deep cut that I think no one's going to get. But the joke of it is the kind of like bad writing of this. And it's um, from Hellraiser mm-hmm. and uh, it's the female Cenobite yes. who's. Just name is, is female, female. Yeah. Cinnabite. Yeah, she's and just the female. Yeah, yes. that's the name. And yeah. so, like, the joke of it is, like, she's like, you don't even know my name. And I was like, I thought your name was female Cenobite. Yeah. And there's, and I was in the wiki, and they're like, for the female Cenobite in um, Hellraiser something, like, oh, the Revel- Revelation or something, click this. And I click this, and it's another female Cenobite whose name is just Fino's female Cenobite. Yeah. And so so there's two characters, yeah. and that's, like, that's the name. Meanwhile, you have, like, the Chatter, like... The oh, Chatterer, yeah. Butterball. Yeah, everyone has a name except I've, for this female Cenobite. It's C- very weird. CD, the the Cenobite with CDs in his head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, they all have very distinct, like, cool personalities, and the female is just the female. Um, but um, but uh, then I'd say, like, uh, I recently gravitated back uh, towards like the Child's Play franchise uh, because, um, and this is something I didn't know growing up, but like uh, the Child's Play was uh, the original. The first script was written by Amanda uh, Don Mancini, who uh, like who since pretty much like the first movie came out in the eighties, he's been like an out like gay man. Um, and uh, I'd say as the franchise has progressed, like he's he's been like like injecting more and more like queer characters and queer themes into the films. Um, Some like, you know, and sometimes I will admit in like kind of like messy, not the most like, you know, messy kind of the best way he could at the time. But I still think it's fascinating to watch like kind of a creator stay with a franchise that long because he's been with all of them except this most recent reboot. And like allow himself to kind of like inject more and more of like, you know, uh, his queer identity and just like, overall the thing things that matter to him like into the franchise wherein like you know the like the franchise has even become like pretty like trans inclusive or at least uh, attempting to like like through the guise of like you know this like or through the the filter of this like killer doll like talk about things like gender fluidity and um you know being true to ourselves, our, our, like ourselves, and like what bodies do we belong in? Um, and like I said, it can be messy and and you know not the maybe the best discussion of it in cinema, but I still love that it's there, and I still love that it's it's something that's like I, I feel like it's almost like as I have kind of come into my own career identity, it's a franchise that I love has also done that. So yeah. that's something I adore. Would you Ooh. say that Child's Play is your favorite out of all of them, the 1988 film? Yes, I would say definitely. I think uh, there might be like. 
there's like a few Friday, like, you know, there are a few Nightmare on Elm Streets I really love. Like Nightmare on Elm Street 3, I think is really fantastic. Um, but, and like, I, I have a weird like soft spot for the Hellraiser movies too, just because they're so bizarre. But like, I think Child's Play um, is is just, in in all respects, kind of like just holds up best as a franchise. I think it's like just from a storytelling standpoint, it's like evolved and kind of like changed. That's always kept it interesting. Um, Chucky has remained, I think, like a fun, interesting character. Like, I think, you know, he kind of went through the same evolution that like Freddy did going from like just villain to kind of like the comedic centerpiece of these films. But like, I feel like Chucky like survived that uh, that evolution a little better and that he can like, you know, he, I think he straddles the line better to between being like scare between being scary and funny. Whereas like yeah. Freddie just kind of became a, like, you know, like a late night talk show host who like <laughs> happens to kill his guests. Um, so yeah. So I, and, and, you know, I still go back and I, I like watching that first child's play. Like, I, I was I tried to rewatch as many of them as I could go building up to this and because you know it's Halloween and I was like this is gonna be my Halloween rewatch for the Love year it. and like the first one is like legit still like legit scary like it yeah it it I you know I feel like part of it is just because like Chucky like Chucky's like a like just like jump scare in like personified like because like like, pops out of places yeah and and even when he's on screen he's not doing anything like you're just like i know you're gonna do something no you're like i know yeah so so uh yeah i'd say it's still it's my favorite of of all of them yeah. yeah uh so just hopping into child's play it was released november 9th 1988 and it was directed by Tom Holland. And it was so funny. I thought I shared my name with yeah. someone, but that to me is hilarious. But uh, for those keeping count, that is nine months no, after not, I okay. entered this world. You don't uh, even care about me then, yeah. also well, being in that year. I'm yeah. tr- I, was tr- I did the math for my birthday and I was going to do yours next. Along with the film <laughs> gaining a cult following immediately. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the box office success spawned a media franchise that include a series of six sequels, merchandise, comic books uh, and then of course the remake in yes. 2019 so for people that haven't seen it can you just go over kind of like the the big points of the film uh, the f- uh, Child's Play 1 um, there is a, we open on a, it's a dark and stormy night over the a Chicago uh, riverfront um, like you know, and there's a big big uh, Abandoned warehouse where well we open on a shootout. Um, Charles Charles Lee Ray, the um, the Lakeshore Strangler, uh, is running from the cops. He gets shot. Uh, he goes in this where oh this toy store because you know I'm pretty sure the Chicago's riverfront is full of toy stores. Um, uh, puts his soul into the body of a good guy doll, which is pretty much a a pair like. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a parody of uh, I don't know if you remember my buddy doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's a pretty direct parody of like the my buddy doll, which was like a big thing in the eighties. Um, you had my buddies, and then if you were a girl, you got like a kid sister. Uh, but anyways, um, he puts his body into the soul of this doll uh, through the vo- through voodoo. Uh, the doll gets gifted to this small boy, uh, this little boy uh, Andy, for his eighth birthday. Um, and uh, Chucky starts uh, killing people uh, in the in the body of the doll. He Charles Lee Ray uh, said, tells Andy that his name is Chucky. Um, he starts killing people. Uh, Andy cannot convince anyone that his doll is alive, <laughs> except his mom. His mom like starts to believe him, um, but the cop on the case, played by Chris Sarandon, uh, doesn't until Chucky tries to kill him too. Um, basically, it's like a race against time because the. At least at this point in the franchise, the way the way voodoo rules work is that uh, 
if so, you pass your body into something and then the first person you like tell like, hey, like I am actually this guy. Like I with the, the first person that he would say like, hey, my name is Charles Lee Ray too. That's the only human body he could transfer his oh. soul into for some reason. Um, so, so uh, yeah, so he... So now Andy's the only person that he can transfer a soul into. Um, and uh, yeah, it ends with this like very fun, like he kills a bunch of people and this very fun, like scary um, where like kind of like one of those, like you keep thinking he's dead, but he keeps coming back in like continuously more like burnt degraded forms um, until his mom like shoots him in the face. And that's like most of child's play. That's child's play. Is that a good rundown? Yeah, <laughs> good no, rundown? that's yes, great. Yes. yes that's yeah. a perfect one. And then uh, the sequel is where it takes place in that ROTC camp, right? No, that's the that's Child's Play three. Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> There's so many. Yeah, yes. which which one is the Child's Play two? Child's Play two is uh, is kind of uh, you know they, uh, Andy's now in a foster home. Yeah, his mom is uh, is in a um, mental? we never see her yeah. mental institution. Oh, just like Terminator. Yes, yes. Although we never we never we oh, never, you see, never her. see her. No. Okay. Oh, the mom is just gone for good. No, she's just because uh, yeah, people. She, don't believe her yes she yeah, yeah. she stood by her son like uh and said like yes this doll was trying to kill people and everyone's like all right and then <laughs> it's like the son's safe but you, you yeah you gotta yeah get out of here. yeah uh so um he's taken to a foster home it's kind of a little bit the same movie over again yeah. uh he gets a uh he gets new foster parents that chucky kills uh <laughs> he goes to school but my favorite thing about this movie is that like in this one andy's like attitude has just changed to like he's very like defeated he's just like I guess Chucky's gonna get me like he's not very defiant yeah. um, he's like oh, I know Ch-. like like uh, but Chucky kills his t- his teacher before like uh, another good scene in that movie is Chucky is like Andy's in school and then uh, Chucky like takes his test and writes on it like and then turns into the teacher. I remember that. Like, and the teacher's like, "Well, you're in, you're in detention." It's like, Gosh. Wow. I don't even see how that served like Chucky. Chucky's yeah. purpose. It's yeah, like, he, just, he was like, "I'm gonna just zing this." Yeah, teacher. that I, was such a big deal when I was little. Yes. like yeah. yeah. And I would, I could only see like the edited versions mm-hmm. on TV. So like, they never showed what he wrote. So yeah. we were just like, the teacher was like freaking out about some, something crazy Chucky wrote on that test. I know. I love the people who've only seen the edited version. <laughs> of the big Lebowski and thinks yes. the line is find a stranger in the Alps. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> the reason I brought up uh, Child's Play 3 is because the one thing, because we're talking about how like it re- is so scary and uh, reinvented, is that ROTC scene where he switches it with live ammo oh, is yes. such a fear of mine yeah. where it's like, oh no, yeah, we're using fake guns, uh, but like, what if they, they did switch it to live ammo? Yes, yes, that is a good scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> Just to wrap, uh, child play. Uh, he gets a he gets a cool like foster sister. This girl, um, uh, uh, Kyle. Um, she's like his protector in this one. It ends in a big like. She, it ends in a big um, finale in the in the good guy factory. Um, and there's some cool. There's it's pro- that's probably my favorite finale of the se- my favorite finale of the series. It ends in this big like almost like Looney Tunes ish sized factory. Yeah, and like Chucky gets like covered in like molten plastic and like a ton of uh, body part like extra body parts attached to him before he's like blown up with an air hose. Uh, yeah, it's fun. So this wasn't the fan death yet. No, no. This fan death is uh, fan death. Fan death is 
three. Three. So three is the one that yeah, I yeah. remember. Three, three is the one that like. Well, Fan Death is such a big deal because that's why in the next one he's all stitched up. Yes, yes. And that was when he went from like kind of scary to like terrifying to me. Yes. Oh, you got more scared from Stitch Face Chucky. Oh, yeah. Which is his official name. Yeah, that's what we oh, call is that, the, yes, is that yeah, what the community call calls him? Stitch Face Chucky. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> uh, that's also the one where they get like, it gets like more like comedic. Yeah. Yeah, but I get it. Because that's Bride of Chucky, right? That's Bride of Chucky, yeah. Oh. yeah. And we're going to hop into Bride of Chucky right after these messages. I'll hold my horniness until right after a word from our sponsor, Casper. What's up, nerd fam? How you doing? Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing support and comfort for all types of bodies. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amount of both sink and bounce. And Casper offers three other mattresses, the Wave, the Essential, and Hybrids. The Hybrid combines the pressure and relief of award-winning foam with durable yet gentle springs. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of the body and the essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night and all of that is great but i think what really seals the deal for me is that you can be sure of your purchase because casper has a 100 night risk-free sleep on it trial so if you don't like it after 100 nights well guess what you can return it but i'm sure you're loving it i mean jakeese got the casper i'm definitely going to be getting mine soon so definitely please check that out out. So if you are interested after hearing all of this, just know that we have an offer for you, but it's only applicable to select mattress purchases and terms and conditions apply. But you can get $100 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash nerd and using nerd at checkout. That's casper.com slash N-E-R-D. Use that at checkout as well. Terms and conditions apply. All right, cool. Back to the show. And we're back. Hope you enjoyed those messages. We're talking about Child's Play. Danny's here, and so is Joan. And we're going to wrap up Child's Play 3 and then get into Bride of Chucky. Oh, yeah. Child's Play 3 ends at, uh, uh, there's a a fair next to the military school. It ends with, oh, uh, Chucky's in a new body in this one. So he's, there's a new kid that he can put his uh his soul into so andy has to save that kid this kid tyler from getting his body body taken over by chucky it ends with him getting yes as, as you said he gets i can't i like i can't remember what the fan was attached to i can picture very closely <laughs> yeah i can picture that scene of him like falling into a fan yeah. uh you know it's one of those carnival fans that they oh, yeah. have you know his motor running the carnival and chucky's all chopped up and we won't see him again till 1998 yeah i know that's yeah that's seven years later yeah but the uh, interesting thing about that is that like there is a like even though I think it was like Child's Play two comes out in ninety and Child's Play yep. one comes out in three comes out in ninety one they leap forward like eight years so mm-hmm. technically that movie is taking place in ninety eight so it like the it's like it's a Tokyo Drift style thing where like, <laughs> the franchise does catch up with its time jump yeah. yes yes yeah so jumping ten years from the original Child's Play we have nineteen ninety eight. The Bride of Chucky. Yeah. Um, and Iffy and I at the break were just geeking out about Jennifer Tilly, who we love. Oh, yeah. It was... Big it, crush. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah. Just yeah, kinda... even the doll version, I was so in love. In 1998, Iffy was like, yep, it, that doll, I want it. I want Tiffany, that doll. Yeah. She, uh, I, I believe that doll was like modeled, like they modeled that doll <laughs> after Jennifer Tilly. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So... Uh, you... Can you tell us a little bit about Tiffany? Tiffany is... Uh, 
an ex-girlfriend of Chucky's that uh, we we've never heard of before. <laughs> um, but uh, she um, she steals um, uh, the remains of Chucky from a cop, stitches him back together, um, and then and then. She can also do, she she consults a book called Voodoo for Dummy Voodoo's for Dummies um, to re uh, to bring him back to life and um, yeah she her intention is to uh, get Chucky's soul into the body of another human and marry him but they have a, they have a little bit of a fight Chucky kills her and then puts her body into a doll into one of her she has a very extensive doll collection mm-hmm. um, she's into dolls which is like well you know she's super into dolls so like you know why not just stick with your doll boyfriend why do you have to put him into the body of another dude but yeah yeah, yeah. Jennifer Tilly amazing in human or doll form oh yeah. yeah also if you don't remember one of her neighbors with Catherine Heigl huh? is in it yes Catherine Heigl is the Catherine Heigl is the like the girlfriend girlfriend of the boy Jesse. who lives in the trailer park yeah yes um, yes. Also, Chief Warren Kincaid is John oh, Ritter. Yes. Um, Alexis um, Arquette. Arquette is in it as um, the person that uh, Tiffany is is uh, seen before Chucky Chucky reenters her life. And this one, yeah, this one was like way more comedic. Yes. This was this is when we got full like goofy Chucky, but it still had like some dark moments throughout it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we've had the one where we found out that Chucky is in fact atomically correct because there is a full right. doll, doll sex scene. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, very, I totally uh, forgot about that. Yes. Yes. Um, um, yeah. And it's about how the other, the other new thing we didn't, we've never heard of is that they're like Ch- Chucky's human body was buried with an amulet that I guess like, now that amulet, if they get that amulet, they can possess anyone they want. Ah. Uh, so they're gonna. So they 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 kidnap this couple, um, uh, Catherine Heigl, a young Catherine Heigl, and her boyfriend, who I don't know who it was played by. Um, I guess you know it, it was played by Nick Stable, our fave. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, known from such things as uh, Santa Junior. Descendant, but not just Descendant, not the Descendants, yeah. not the Alexander Payne film or the hit Disney uh, Channel musicals. Oh my gosh, I did want to say that there was a chain back in the '90s called the Good Guys, and they actually thought about changing their name because because of Chucky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really funny. Oh, I I would say lean into it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think they were getting a lot of like prank calls and people like harassing them. Yeah, that's oh, funny. Yeah, I'm so sure. My brothers and I used to do that. We thought we were funny. We would call like the NSYNC fan club or whatever. <laughs> no, that sounds like those those guys had it. Cut. Those people had it coming. Yeah, yeah that's let's true. Prank those NSYNC fans. Yeah. Uh, did you call like I was Backstreet Boys? Yeah. But then yeah. I switched to NSYNC like eventually, but because um, Backstreet Boys kind of just like weren't shelling out as much i think like put that mm. sounds bad but whatever i remember instinct got some like showtime or uh hbo like special that they did and i remember watching that but. i think i was just i was all spice girls at that time oh spice yeah. girls too yeah, yeah but then they kind of broke up they did break up yeah but i still you, you know, still yeah i still respect yeah yeah um, I mean, I like I like the occasional like everybody or or um, that's the only time song I think of. But no, Spice Spice Girl at that time, Spice Girls was was my dominated my, my dominated my uh, hit clicks. Um, that's what those things are called, right? Hit, hit clicks. Click? Yes, you get them at like McDonald's. Oh um, yeah, they're like a little disc, like a little uh, fake floppy disc that you could l- listen to music off of. Yeah. Anyways, Child's Play. Oh, Child's yeah. Play. Yeah. I remember the. Are we talking the mini disc or the clip disc? The clip disc. Yeah. Because yes. I remember when you bought the um, 
Spice Girls like lollipops. Yes, they came with yes, clip discs. They did. Uh, <laughs> clip discs. Clip discs. Yeah, yeah. You gotta I, enunciate. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It ends with uh yeah. It ends with Chucky and Tiffany being defeated in a graveyard, but not before Tiffany gives birth to a little like mutant dolly thing. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. Um, yeah. Uh, that means sh- yeah, yeah. I'm trying to do the science of this. Well, I do think, like, in two, I think, is when we find out that, like, Chucky, like, slowly becomes, the longer he's in a body, the, he slowly becomes human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I don't know what the rules are. I don't know why, like, when he's an original human, he can transfer his soul into anything. But, like, once he turns in full it Chucky, once he's his Chucky is full human... He can't transfer. Yeah. So I don't know the rule. You know these might the voodoo be, rules. Yeah, voodoo you know, rules because they already used all that magic to turn them into human. They can't do another. Yeah. There's only every, every everybody only comes with so much voodoo magic. Yeah. You don't get to. You, it doesn't get replenished. Um. But yeah, that's how uh, Brian Chucky ends. Well, uh, I was gonna say that Don Mancini, who wrote it, uh, wrote all of these. Like you were saying, yeah. he originally wanted to have uh, multiple Chuckies. Yes. And um and so pitched that I think for uh Child's Play three and they ended up using that twenty plus years Usually. later for Cult of Chucky. Yes, yes. Um but that's just fine. You know, hold on to those ideas. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I would definitely want to talk about it because there there was some drama with the reboot. But yes. we'll get into that yeah. when we get to the reboot. Yeah. Cause now we're on the seat, seat of, of Chucky, Chucky, which is I love. I love Seat of Chucky is a mess of a movie, uh, but I love it. Um, it's about um, it's we we catch up with uh, Chucky and Tiffany's op- offspring. Um, their Glenn. Name, Glenn is like kind of in Glenn slash Glenda. Uh, uh, they're kind of in a Pinocchio situation where an evil puppeteer uh, is is is. Cap- has captured them and is putting putting on show like this very like Chris Angel esque ventriloquist is doing shows with them in uh, London, uh, but they see their parents. They're making like Hollywood is making like a a Bride of Chucky movie with that's starring the actual Jennifer Tilly. Uh, Glenn slash Glenda sees this on the TV uh, and is like, "Oh, those are my parents. I have to go find them." Um, and uh, he takes off, or they take they take off for um, they take off for America, and we don't know how they get on a plane. They just do it, um, and yeah. The m- are they in baby form this whole time? No, they are like uh, pre. They're like 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 maybe like okay. If in doll ages, I would assume they are I like watch this one. So ten or eleven. What they look like? Ten or eleven. Okay. Do, as far as these go, how would you? Like, is this one that people love? I mean, I feel you know the community better than us. I do think, like, this one is one of the... This is one of the few that, like... I think only two of them kind of bombed. And Child, this is Child's Play 3 and this one kind of bombed. And I just don't... I think, you know, it, it deals with some pretty, like, you know... What at the time was some, like, you know, unusual stuff for... I mean, for now, now it's, like, pretty unusual, like, you know, to see, like, a movie of that scale kind of dealing with, you know... Like, the kind of the 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 conceit of the film is that uh, Glenn slash Glenda is born without, like... Is born not anatomically correct. They are born with, like, you know, what would be described as, like, Barbie or Ken-type parts. So, Ch- so Chucky and Tiffany get into a... Basically get into a fight over, like... Is is are they a are they a boy or a girl? And they both like fight. They are both kind of like competing to raise them the way they 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 think the child should be raised. Um, and so when it, so at times they are Glenn and at times they are Glenda. Um, 
And uh, also, it should be like important important fact. Like Jennifer Tilly is playing Jennifer Tilly in this movie, right? Um, uh, who's she's trying to get in a uh, movie? She's trying to get into the the rapper Redman is directing a, <laughs> a like a, a, the story of the Virgin Mary. Jennifer Tilly really wants to be in this movie, so that's a big part of the storyline. Fun fact about that is that uh, Don Mancini wrote that part for Quentin Tarantino. It was going to be, which you know, uh, <laughs> no shade on Redman's directing skills, but that makes a li- like makes a little more sense. Yeah. Um. And but uh, Tarantino refused to do it, which I think it's, it's like you did little. You did a little Nicky. You can't do a Chucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, the shade. I love it. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, so yeah. So, uh, so back to what, what I, we, were, we were saying. Yeah. The movie was not a success. I think it was, but I think the community is really warm to it. Specifically, it's, uh, like, especially like, I think parts of the kind of, there is a, like a big subculture of like, or a big like sub culture of like, you know, queer horror fans who I think have like really embraced this. Uh, do you know, uh, there's a drag queen in uh, San Francisco or primarily in San Francisco called Peaches Christ. And she does this like okay. movie series called, uh, they, they tend to be like, there's a drag show and then a movie or, and the, the drag show is based on the movie. Um, and she's a big she I, I think I know she's like a big lover of Seed of Chucky they did like a they just did a a couple of years ago they did a revival of it where she did a show based on the movie so like I think it's something that has uh, kind of caught on later on and especially like been embraced by this like s- this like small like sub community of the horror community yeah yeah, yeah. I definitely remember that I did watch this because Glenn's face is a face you can't forget. Right. No. Uh, and also, I remember Glenn has been in a few memes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I definitely remember. But I just can't remember it. it yeah. This was one of those that kind of came through me. Yeah. It's yeah. You don't. Really, I'm rewatching it. I forgot that the movie literally opened with uh, with like come covering like come oozing down the screen cgi wow. yeah yeah it's like but i i um it's a yeah it's a hard movie to forget but um i mean and i i, I something i would stress is that you know i feel like you know the movie does also like fall into some of the you know wor- worst tropes about that we see about like trans or gender non-binary people in horror movies you know um it kind of like pre- eventually it presents glenn like it's it kind of presents them as a uh, person with like kind of like a split personality disorder, which is kind of like a aggr- aggressive way horror films ha- have tended to like mm-hmm. de- depict like gender fluidity, like you know going back to like De pa- like even things like Psycho or that De Palma film, um, um, Dressed to Kill. But it is, uh, but at the same time, you know, like uh, I, I, I. I I like it for what it is. It was a movie that like faced a lot of uphill battles with what it could and couldn't do based on like what the the studio was allowing. And you know, it's you know, I I am a big believer in you know, you know, even like even if it's not the best representation, it was still like you know, representation of you know, my community of like who, the way I saw myself in a genre I love in a franchise I love. So, you know, I, that's not to say that like, we don't like acknowledge and de- and like deal with the problematic parts of it. But we also like, I also like love that it's, that it exists. And mm-hmm. I, you know, Glenn slash Glenda is still a character, you know, that I, that, that, that I love and speaks to me and like, yeah, you just, despite their, their issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're moving on to the curse of Chucky. Yeah. Yes. 
Which just, I mean, that sounds like that could have just been the name for all of these. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. He is and a curse. I, I was wondering why I didn't uh, see this one, but this one was direct to video. Yeah, the right? next two are direct to video. Okay. Um, curse of Chucky is, uh, Curse of Chucky was like Don Mancini being like, because I think like the, this is like 2013, right? Yes. And uh, like the, the, limbo, the franchise had kind of been in like limbo. Um, and I know even he at one point was like, maybe we should reboot it. Um, but eventually he decided that um, it was like, oh, let's just do like a back. It's like it's a movie in the same continuity, but it's like kind of like a back to basics, like scary, like is Chucky alive or not type movie. Yeah. Um, and that also introduces like kind of like the new protag- like, you know, protagonist of the series, who's this uh, woman named Nika. She's actually played mm-hmm. by um, Brad Duroff, the voice of Chucky. He's played by her daughter. Uh, she's a uh, uh, she's paraplegic, I believe. She's like in a she's like in a wheelchair. Um, and the movie is about uh, kind of like her like family. Um, uh, it, it's an all in one night movie. Uh, the the mother is killed after this suspicious doll has been uh, mailed to their house, and it's kind of like a like a murder mystery of trying to figure out like who's doing this and like is Chucky really alive or not? And uh, throughout, like f- I'd say for the first like th- you know three quarters of the movie, like it could just be a like it just kind of plays as a potentially like a reboot. Like you don't know if this is even in the same continuity. And then at the end, like there is a big reveal that this is the same continuity. Like Chucky takes off his like mask and he's still like stitch face chucky underneath um and yeah and uh that's yeah it's it's i really like uh these last two like curse of chucky's like a lot of fun just it's just like a good fun like scary like pseudo haunted house yeah. movie i like this ending too because uh you know uh spoiler we're gonna spoil it but uh yeah he uh ends up at because i guess like part of the movie is he's being mailed yes. places basically yes yes we find out that he's okay so end of real quick end of Seed of Chucky, uh, Tiffany possesses the body of Jennifer Tilly. So now Tiffany is going around like as Jennifer Tilly in this reality. Uh, but she, they are now like basically they are mailing Chucky to everyone who's ever like wronged him. And so next step on that, next stop on that journey is like the is Andy who from the first film. Yeah. And uh, but Andy's ready for him. Is Andy now an adult? <laughs> yes, it's Andy's an adult, and it is the original act because they got a oh. different they got a different actor to play Chucky in Child's Play three because uh-huh. they wanted age up to sixteen. But now it's they've returned to like the original actor who played him in Child's Play 1 and 2 who's now like you know aged up uh, to his like mid 30s I believe and he or maybe even early 40s and now yes it's that original it's that original Andy that's so cool yeah it ends with like uh, like he's like Andy's ready for him he like shotgun blasts him right as he comes out of his box <laughs> I love that he's just moving around like sisterhood of the traveling pants yes yeah. yes yeah just being shipped uh, we have to take another really quick break we're gonna hop into the rest of Chucky and the future of Chucky Ooh. right after this like many of us you might think identity theft will never happen to you but consider this There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. And we're back. Uh, the last thing I wanted to say on The Curse of Chucky is that is when they had the Halloween Horror Nights yeah. at Universal. Yeah. They had uh, oh. Chucky's Fun House. Yes. Um, which is weird. Ch- uh, Chucky's Fun House is like more directly taken from, um, ch- like it was definitely there to sponsor okay. uh, Curse of Chucky, but the the attraction itself was more like in, the ter- in, in line with um, the end of Child's Play 3 because it was like, a fun, it was like a fun fair like environment. Um, also, um, yeah, Chucky's been a pretty constant presence at Halloween Horror yeah. Nights. Yes, I remember last year. Oh my gosh, they, uh, you go, you went on their bus, uh, their like tram, yes. and it pulled up, and there were like a thousand Chucky. It was all these Chuckies of all yes. different heights, and they would like come and start walking yes. towards you. A couple, a couple of years, a year or two before that, they did like it was Chucky's Terror Tram, and it was like. Chucky was like you were on the tram and Chucky was like kind of like a jungle right. like the uh-huh. jungle cruise host like make cracking jokes but also yeah. like like he'd he'd kill he'd kill the guy who was supposed to be giving the tour um yeah yeah I also well, wanted to shout out to the puppeteers we don't really think of them very yeah. often it looks oh, yeah. like on uh at least for the curse of Chucky there were one two three four five puppeteers yes um so I assume on the other ones too that have like bride of Chucky and um the seat of Chucky also have multiple yeah um yeah. they're putting in work 
yes. make him look real. Yeah, because like, uh, I mean, even go- going back to the first one, like the reason I-, I read somewhere that the reason Don Mancini like was like, I'm going to write my killer doll movie now is because he saw Gremlins and he was like, oh, wow, like puppeteering animatronics has evolved to the point that like you can do this and make it look like respectable and, and actually scary. Uh, so, yeah. So like it that's a that's it, like kind of the whole franchise in a way like was born of like, oh, like the the the, the talent and skill of these puppeteers and, animatro- and animatronics have like evolved to a point that like I can do this story now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So or is it Cult of Chucky now? Or yeah. Do, we're now the yeah. second direct-to-video film, Cult of Chucky, which was in 2017. That's a date I want you, a year I want you to remember, because this is very important into where this is the discussion that it's going to end up with. Okay, great. Yeah, so Curse of Chucky, uh, we're following Nika again. She is uh, in an insane asylum because she has also insisted that all these murders were the res- were because of a killer doll. But we're also kind of following this like other story, which is like um, Andy has now like uh, chop the head off of Chucky and is like torturing it. Like he just keeps Chucky as like a victim, as like a torture <laughs> victim that he just like he's just like driving nails and kidding with a blowtorch constantly. But while we're fo- that's happening, and also Nika's in this um, uh, insane asylum. Um, she is someone mails a Chucky doll there, and it seems like this Chucky is also uh killing is starting on a is, is starting a a killing spree at the insane asylum. But it's like, how could Chucky be with Andy, but also be in this asylum with Nika? And the answer is that we finally got to that. Chucky has learned how to put his soul into multiple things, so now there are multiple Chucky's. All, I guess, all over the country committing all, all kinds of, of murders. Wow. Yes. Um, and it ends with, um, also, Jennifer Tilly is back in this one, too. She is um, um, just be, being Jennifer Tilly, I guess, but in, yeah. with the soul of a killer, uh, killer doll in her. Um, it That one ends with um, Chucky also uh, possesses Nika, so now he's in the body of this. He's kind of like taken over the body of this woman. Um, and now like it ends with like Nika Chucky, which is what the fans call her. Nika Chucky and Jennifer Tilly, Tiffany meeting up. And like it's implied that they're going to be in a relationship. And like Chucky's kind of like the uh, Chucky's comfortable in his like he's like. I like this new body. Like this feels, yeah. uh, this feels right. Um, so uh, that's why, yeah, which is like a trans icon, a Chucky. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they go off to commit more murders. Well, there are still like several Chucky dolls all over the, the, the country, the world maybe. And um, also we get the reintroduction of um, Kyle, the, the um, Kyle, the foster sister from oh. two is is kind of brought in at the very end, uh, just as a as a cre- as a like credits uh, cookie. But she, yeah, she's back. The same actress uh, came back for that too. So yeah, I like how they keep it like and they keep the franchise like in the family a little bit. Yeah. Also, yeah. I mean, just think of like now we have Annabelle and we have like I mean, there's so many things that he was Chucky was our first like, yes. possessed doll. Yeah. Yes. So the Never reason be the first the reason uh, that you're so uh, very important is because this was all news to me so when the new child's play reboot was announced it was a big controversy not necessarily because it's a reboot which i at first i thought it was but the, the chucky community felt slighted because this was also being done without uh don mancini yeah yes. without don, don mancini apparently he didn't or even Brad. know 
Yeah. Yeah, no broad deer off. Um, I was told that at one point, and this might be, have been after the fan uproar, I read mm-hmm. that like Don Mancini, they offered Don Mancini like a producer credit and he was like, I don't want like just like a like a like okay like get out of your credit. Yeah, so he didn't take he didn't take it. Yeah, because that's the thing because he's written all of these up until yes. this point. So yeah, it would be weird for him to just be a quote unquote producer. Yeah, and yeah, and like and like that was when I kind of learned about these direct to video ones was because people were like the story's still going on and the last one kind of ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah, so it's weird to reboot it right now. Yeah. Um. um supposedly, like, uh, I they were talking about this. I don't know where it is right now, but Sci Fi is doing like. A Chucky, uh, a Chucky series to continue the that franchise. Like, oh, nice. Like now, I believe. Like, I don't know if this is like the official classification, but I think the way fans kind of determine it is that like that con- the, the new continuity is like the Child's Play franchise, and like the Brad Duroff ones, the Don Mancini ones are like the Chuck. Chucky franchise. What did you first? Let's start off. Well, what did you think about the Child's Play reboot? I. I was definitely part of the Chucky community that was like, I was not, I was not happy about it. Like I didn't want, like it seemed weird to do it without Brad Dourif. And also like, you know, just from a personal standpoint, like, you know, I, not that I think this was like any of the thinking going into the reboot, but it was like, you know, like I like that Child's Play is a, is a, you know, franchise that has been like created and con- like kind of like controlled creatively by like, uh, like a queer creator for so long that like, and there's, I think I feel like there's so little of that in Hollywood that like, taking it or you know not so little but you know like at least in the horror world you know um but i did go to see it and for honestly like i i because i think for legal reasons it had to distinguish itself so much from like the fran from the other chucky movies like i was told that lee i had heard that legally like they couldn't they just they not only could they not use any of the existing like chucky mythology which is why i think they had to resort to the like chucky is like an ai um they couldn't like have any kills that like at all resembled anything from the other child's play movies so if like chucky kills somebody with like a nail gun in a chucky in in one of the other movies um like this chucky could never like kill anyone with a nail gun and so that like really like i think like made them force them to come up with some like creative kills yeah uh, and there are some like real like there are some really like weird like just out like like crazy kills in those move in that movie that i enjoy and also like uh um mark hamill you know ch- kind of brad duroff chucky is just like this insane like kind of like this insane killer uh uh Mark Hamill plays Chucky as kind of like like uh how like a how two thousand esque um you know insane yeah. like in re- robot who like goes crazy specifically because like it's like oh this boy is his best friend and then the boy rejects him and he's like he's like a jealous boyfriend who wants his like his best friend back yeah um and um so he plays Ch- it, it, it's a different slant on the character that I that I didn't hate I I yeah. enjoyed some of it I well, just realized yeah it's not even. Like it's not a soul in the body. No, it's, no. it's it is a robot. Yeah, it's like an AI that mm. gets corrupted. And it's yeah. like it's it's like it's pretty dumb. Like not it that kind of like, is when you think yeah. about the fact that the reason Chucky can continue to go is because with the introduction of yeah. voodoo magic, you can always make your soul go. Yeah. If they kill this, there's no reason this, this other. Yeah, unless it gets like it's like that consciousness is up in the cloud or something. <laughs> like it even opens with like the reason he gets like the AI gets corrupted is because like we open it like the factory where they're building 
stealing Chucky's and this guy gets fired and he's like, well, okay. And he like, essentially like wrote, writes like oh my evil coding into the doll. That's, and it's like, oh yeah. no. You, oh, you want to, you're going to fire me? I'm going to put some evil code in this doll. Yeah. Well, it seems like everyone uh, kind of agree with you because score wise, it has 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is still technically fresh. Yeah. And 48% on Metacritic. Uh, uh, and but it did make forty three million with yeah. a budget of ten million. So we might this might not be the end of uh, Child's yeah. Play. I don't know how they're gonna continue that, but but I mean, like I I was I'm a, I'm a big follower of like horror Instagram. And uh, prior to the movie coming out, there was just a lot of like we hate new Chucky memes, <laughs> like lots of like be like people drawing like like um you know like old chucky like killing new chucky <laughs> wow. which is, like, i love angsty like yeah you know like what, fandoms and you know now that i think about it like i should have some sympathy for this because like right. uh because i was uh working on thundercats i was definitely part of a franchise that like people were like no like n- n- giving it no <laughs> no credit like no i'm not gonna i'm just gonna like say i don't like this and never look at it and you know what i did the same thing for child's play <laughs> i'm i'm part i'm i'm a part of the problem uh but i i did go see it and I, I did it like I did enjoy it and a lot of the memes like those memes kind of subs- I think like the community was basically like yeah this is fine we still yeah. like wa- we still want old Chucky but you know what this wasn't a bad movie we had uh, Aubrey Plaza who was in it also Gabriel Bateman Brian Tyree Henry and of course Mark Hamill uh, playing Chucky uh, one thing that I thought was really funny, so it was released June 21st of this year, 2019. It was the same weekend that Toy Story yes. was released, and they really capitalized on that because I don't know if you caught the posters mm-hmm. were, which was fascinating. It showed Andy because they have they both have boys named yes. Andy, yeah, um, and it was like uh, dead Woody, like it was yeah. just like his, yeah. uh, you know, they really the the posters that they made were the same posters as the uh, Toy Story ones, like same background and everything but it was like of Chucky like killing the toys yeah you know maybe a little presumptuous you know I think like did Toy Story 4 4, yeah yeah, Toy Story 4 probably made about like like you know, five hundred million dollars more than uh, than child play movie. But I still admire. I I did like those posters. That was fun. Yeah, I thought it was cute. Yeah, yeah. So it seems like the future of the I guess we'll call it the Chucky franchise lies in sci-fi. Yeah, and the future of Child's Play probably lies in Orion Pictures and what they decide yes. to do. And there's a big. I know there's a big part of the community. Uh, not a big part. Yeah. There's a small part of the community that really wants Chucky and Nika's body to. Andy <laughs> so so I'm not oh. a part of that community but I know that's 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 a thing people really some people really want oh yeah uh, and by the way just to answer your question uh, or not to answer your question but to tack on when you said Chucky versus Toy Story uh, Toy Story 4 made 1.058 billion, billion yeah, dollars yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, versus Chucky's uh, <laughs> yeah I mean it has a lot going for it yeah, uh, yeah definitely oh, well yeah. also we didn't really tackle this but there was a huge controversy uh when Child's Play came out, there were parents yes. protesting. In fact, they actually went to the studio to protest about it, uh, which is so funny. It's like, I don't know if that's a thing they would do now. I mean, I yeah. guess they still have like one million moms and stuff. Yeah, uh, there's definitely like, I feel like the 80s was a little bit of like the heyday of that. Like, I remember like there being like urban legends about like, kids who like right blew copy up, yeah it. like blew up their cat in the microwave after seeing gremlins and i Ugh. think 
all that was kind of just like right. hysterical, like hysteric, like kind of like an offshoot of like the satanic panic stuff. Satanic panic, yeah. But I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if any of that was like proven to be, to be Chucky's fault. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is it's funny because like yeah, the one that we see is in uh, December of 1992. Four people tortured and killed. Sixteen-year-old Suzanne Capper, and were said to be influenced by the movies because uh, during the torturing, the perpetrators taunted her by playing her a song which is hi uh i'm chucky want to play but that just could have been any song like yeah. you can't take someone doing something heinous and then like an element of it blaming it on that instead of like you know the actual things but we've learned many times and times again that people will blame anything yeah but, like what's actually the problem yeah yeah it's it's i don't know i i don't know and i honestly don't know enough about that particular story to like comment on fully and I don't want to like make light of you know this of uh, regardless of you know yeah. what encouraged it. it was like a, a yeah. it was a tragedy but like I do obviously like I think you know movies and and video games are like an easy scapegoat to not deal yeah. with like real pro- the, mm-hmm. maybe real issues and exactly. yeah well Joan, do you have anything that you want to plug? Um, just uh, you know, f- uh, follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, and Instagram as Joan Haley Ford. And also, uh, oh, I have a, can I, I have a UCB show uh, starting uh, December twelfth. A UCB show. Uh, it's my two-person sketch team. It's called uh, Red and Yellow. Uh, so come see us December twelfth, UCB Sunset, eight thirty p.m. If you're in the LA area. Yay! Yay. Yeah. And you know me, if you wide away, I F Y N W A D I W E on Twitter and Instagram. If D's on Twitch, if you like seeing me play video games, and if you love giving me that Twitch Prime sub, which you have for free if you already have Amazon Prime, you can come uh, to my Twitch channel, If D's, and drop it for free. It costs you nothing, and it gives me money and support. And you know we'll have Danny on the stream soon. Yeah, uh, bring y'all me been, in. Y'all been asking, so you we'll can ask to, me questions. Yeah, or we can play Dragon uh, Ball Fighters. Kakarot. Yeah. When's Kakarot dropping? Oh man, soon. Soon. Um, yeah, hit me up. We'll we'll sponsor it. We'll do yeah, an yeah. ad for it. Yeah. Uh, I'm at Ms. Danny Fernandez on all the things. Uh, remember to check out we have merch. Uh, it's at tpublic.com slash nerdificent. If you buy any of our merch, please tweet both Ify and I so that we can see it, uh, so that we can retweet it, so that we can repost it. Uh, thanks for everyone that comes out to all of our live events. Stay spooky. spooky. Oh, yeah, we haven't said that once this time. Now we are. Yeah. Stay spooky. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? 
Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.